This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Life Kit from NPR. Hey, everybody. It's Marielle. You ever eat so fast that you get hiccups from just, like, inhaling the meal? Or you bite your cheek or your tongue because you mistook it for food. Yeah, I've done it. And that's horrible because once you bit your tongue or part of your side of your mouth, you get a canker sore and it's going to just really disrupt your eating throughout the next days, right? So that's no fun. That's Lillian Chung. She's a lecturer on nutrition and the director of mindfulness research and practice at Harvard University. Other signs you're eating too fast? You may get heartburn (laughs) and just discomfort. Or uh, later on, you might feel still hungry and uh, want to eat more despite of the fact that you thought you ate already. There are a lot of reasons we scarf down our food. Tight deadlines short lunch breaks, also the great American virtue of productivity that's infiltrated every part of our lives. Like, let me hurry up and eat so I can run more errands. Or if you grew up without enough food, you might have a feeling of scarcity while you're eating. And for some of us, it's just a habit. You know, we eat while we're reading emails or scrolling on our phones. People are not eating, really sitting down to eat a meal. Very often we found ourselves eating something and doing something else. Lillian practices and researches something called mindful eating. Mindful eating practice encourages us to make choices that are satisfying and nourishing to the body. And as we become more aware of our eating habits, we can take steps towards behavior that will benefit not only ourselves, but also an environment. Mindful eating asks us to slow down and notice our food. It's about what to eat, how to eat, how much to eat, and awareness of why we eat what we eat. And of course, how fast we eat. So today on Life Kit, how we can become more mindful of our eating habits. And in particular, what are some techniques we can use to eat at a healthy pace? We'll also talk about what to do when you don't have a lot of time for a particular meal. This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Get your quote at Progressive.com and see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Support for NPR and the following message come from our sponsor, Whole Foods Market. Host a celebratory brunch for less with 365 by Whole Foods Market. Featuring wallet-happy finds like cold smoked Atlantic salmon, mini quiches, organic everything bagels, and more. Plus, visit the floral department and jazz up your table with a beautiful bouquet of big, bright, sourced-for-good flowers. When the brunch has to be perfect and delicious, go to your local Whole Foods Market. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capella University. 
Sometimes it takes a different approach to unlock your true potential. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format is designed to help you learn relevant skills at your own pace, so you can earn your degree on your terms and apply what you learn right away. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hi, have you signed up for LifeKit Plus yet? Becoming a subscriber to LifeKit Plus is a way to support the work we do here at NPR. Subscribers also get to listen to the show without any sponsor breaks. To find out more, head over to plus.npr.org slash lifekit. And everyone who's already subscribed, thank you. Lillian, how fast are we supposed to eat a meal? Like, is there a standard we should be following? Well, you'll find most nutritionists urging us to take 20 minutes for a meal. Okay. Because it takes about that time for your body to get the signal to the brain that you are full. Mm. If you eat fast, your brain is not getting the signal that you are full until about 20 minutes. And it involves a nervous system as well as hormonal system. Yeah. So then you eat too much and you feel terrible after. <laughs> That's right. And... Uh, We tend to do that in the 21st century because most people are not eating, really sitting down to eat a meal. Very often we found ourselves eating something and doing something else. Okay, so let's get into some of the, the really practical tips here. If you want to start to slow down when you eat or to eat at a healthy pace, um... What are some principles you can follow? So first is allocate time to eat and only eat. And make sure your cell phone is not with you or is face down. You're not going to be responding to any messages that come through. And then to make sure we engage our senses. Be with the food and ask yourself, what's on my plate? How hungry am I today in this meal? And notice the taste, really. The recipe that I just cooked, is it too salty? Does it need something else that I can improve it next time? And engage your smell, all your senses, the texture and Whatever thought that arose as you eat, because there might be some emotional aspects related to the food and be aware of it. Okay, let's say you make a meal that is something that your, your grandmother used to make for you and you're eating it and you're tasting, oh my God, this tastes just like my grandma's stuffed cabbage. You know, like that's an emotional reaction that you can have to a meal too that's positive. But if you pause, rather than just shoveling it in, if you're pausing and saying like, what do I feel when I bite into this stuffed cabbage? You know, who does it remind me of? Does that help? Yeah, it does help because it brings back loving, wonderful memories. And the dish that you use as an example is a great, healthy dish. So nowadays, we have to consider 
sort of the physiological and emotional, psychological aspects of food. But I really worry for America because the amount of ultra-processed, highly refined foods in the in the market is so huge, and it's easy to get addicted to it. Um, so we have to be very mindful when we yearn for those. And if you're really longing for potato chips, eat it, but make sure you just take. A handful and put it in a nice dish, and eat it mindfully to be able to taste the saltiness, this crispiness, and thank the universe for the right climate to be able to have that potato and the manpower that has been engaged in making it available not only at the factory, okay. But also transportation to get the chips to the supermarket, etc. But mindful eating really allows us to become much more aware of what we have, how we get it, and what it takes to be able to have that. The point you make about. Taking the potato chips and putting them in a bowl, it gets at another tip for how to eat at a healthy pace, which is take smaller portions to the table, right? Exactly. If you have a whole bag of chips with you and start eating, it's really challenging and difficult to stop because you know we love the taste, we love the crispiness, and especially when you may be looking at your cell phone or watching a TV program,、um, you're distracted and you feel good about the crispiness and the taste, and you just want more and more without consciously thinking about stopping. I wonder, is there a space for? Saying affirmations, even in your head, you know, like I'm not in a rush, you know, or I I enjoy my food, or something really simple to keep yourself on track. Oh yes, I think the key with a hurried life when you start to eat is literally stop and take a few breaths in and out. Look at what you are eating, and tell yourself, "I'm going to enjoy this." And the food will nourish me, both my body and my mind.、Mm-hmm. And is there a particular way we should try to eat? Like any technique that you could tell us that'll help us eat slower? I think chewing is important. We don't chew enough, and we just swallow the food. It's harder on our digestion that way. So chewing our teeth is supposed to help us to break up the food so that it's easier for absorption.、Mm-hmm. So look at your food, know what you're eating, take a bite and chew, 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 <laughs> and then pause a little bit, drink some water, or maybe for other cuisines they may be having soups. Okay, so take the time. We've been talking about this with the idea that that we have choice in our lives,、yeah. right? But sometimes we're in situations where we really don't have much time 
to eat a meal, especially if we work at a job where we get like a 15 minute lunch break. I remember when I worked in retail at a, at a clothing store and I had to clock out, run up to the food court, (laughs) get on the escalator, wait in line, get my food, eat it and be back on the floor 15 minutes later. I mean, how, how do you eat at a healthy pace when all you have is 15 minutes? In that case, I would split up the food, the meal. Mm. Eat at a good pace that you find comfortable. Save it for later for a snack. Yeah, that makes sense. I felt, I always felt like maybe... Again, life gets in the way if you don't have time to prep your meals or, you know, if I could have brought food from home, then that would have saved me some time. But it's tough. It's tough. And sometimes people work at a job where they they really have to eat at their desk that day. Yeah. And that's okay. Just when you're eating at the desk, maybe just make sure that you're not going to be looking at your email. Yeah. I think there might be an element too of setting boundaries with your coworkers. You know, if you have to put an away message on Slack that says eating lunch. Yeah. Or if somebody comes up to you, you can just be like, just eating. I'll get back to you. That's right. And you just tell them, I have to nourish my mind and my body with this food. I love that. Lillian shared an incantation that she learned from the late Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh called the Five Contemplations. And she says these have helped her practice mindful eating. This food is the gift of the earth, the sky, numerous living beings, and much hard work and loving work. May we eat with mindfulness and gratitude so as to be worthy to receive this food. May we recognize and transform unwholesome mental formations, especially our greed, and learn to eat with moderation. May we keep our compassion alive by eating in such a way that reduces the suffering of living beings, stops contributing to climate change, and heals and preserves our precious climate. We accept this food so that we may nurture our brotherhood and sisterhood, our family, and realize our ideal of serving all human beings. Okay, time for a recap and some extras drawn from Lillian's book with Thich Nhat Hanh. It's called Savor, Mindful Eating, Mindful Life. Engage your senses as you eat. Notice the sounds, smells, colors, tastes, textures, and the emotions that you're feeling. Honor the food. Acknowledge the work that went into putting that meal on your plate. Eat smaller portions. Instead of grabbing the whole bag of potato chips, pour some chips into a bowl and take your time eating them. Savor and chew your food thoroughly. This will help with digestion and will also engage your senses. See if you can make your snack or meal last about 20 minutes. And try not to skip meals. Even if you just have a small bite, give yourself a few minutes to eat and savor. 
For more Life Kit, check out our other episodes. There's one about mindfulness-based stress reduction and another on honoring traditions through food. You can find those at npr.org slash lifekit. And if you love Life Kit and you just cannot get enough, subscribe to our newsletter at npr.org slash newsletter. This episode of Life Kit was produced by Thomas Liu. It was edited by Sylvie Douglas. Our visuals editor is Beck Harlan, and our visual producer is Kaz Fantoni. Our digital editors are Malika Garib and Claire Marie Schneider. Megan Kane is the supervising editor, and Beth Donovan is our executive producer. Our production team also includes Andy Tegel, Audrey Wynn, Margaret Serino, and Carly Rubin. Engineering support comes from Sina Lafredo. I'm Marielle Segarra. Thanks for listening. On NPR's Throughline. We cannot function for 24 hours without cobalt. Because it's in our smartphone, our tablet, our laptop. And as a consequence, the lives of the people living in that part of the Congo descended into just a catastrophe. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor, VCU Massey Comprehensive Cancer Center, who, as an NCI-designated comprehensive cancer center in the country's top 4%, is unconditionally committed to keeping loved ones in their lives. MasseyCancerCenter.org slash comprehensive.